This My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Rolls-Royce of barbell monitoring technology, the GymAware. Guys, in-season training, we rock the GymAware all the time for quite a few reasons. The first, of course, is just that, the ding. Every time the athlete hears that, they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment. And when they don't hear it, it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves. On top of that, that awesome ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Force Decks, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having being founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to valperformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. What's up, everybody? Uh, Sean Brown here. Wanted to, to take a minute and do a My Thoughts Monday and talk a little bit about something that's been on, on my mind uh, a lot this season and, and this school year um, and something I'm not really sure I have a, a clear answer for yet, uh, but it's definitely something that I've noticed and has been building over time and that is uh, the way my athletes or, or our athletes interact with academics uh, in the year 2019 uh, and the, the ways I've seen it change compared to even just a few years, a few years ago or or definitely when I was in school. Um, so I'll start by saying that, you, you know, this may be unique to schools that are, that are highly academic um, or elite level focused. So I work at Rice University uh, where they take academics very seriously and that's not to imply that, that any other school doesn't, um, but maybe some more than others this will apply to. And, uh, and so hopefully this is a conversation that we can get started and, and figure out better solutions to. But, um, you, you know, the, the issue that I'm seeing is that the way my players interact in the academic realm as a student athlete has changed, uh, especially compared to what it was uh, when I was in school in the early 2000s, or there's a lot of coaches that were in school long before that. And so, so just as a, you know, a, a basic example, it used to be, you know, class was at, let's say class was at 11 a.m., and you had a paper due in that class. Let's be honest, you probably crammed and, and got that paper written the night before. Maybe you were really on your game and, and you worked on it for a couple of nights. 
and then you went and you printed out that paper and you turned it in at 11 a.m. And so by the time you got out of class and, and rolled over to, to lift or to practice that afternoon, you're feeling good, that paper's off my chest, uh, and I'm moving on with my day. So from an academic stress perspective, you had uh, a sort of contained uh, time frame and you had a, a good idea of, of what the stress was gonna look like that week or that month, um, and, and you knew what was coming and, and when you were gonna feel better or when you were gonna be more stressed. Um, now, what I'm seeing is that with online systems, um, the, the one that we use here is called Canvas. I know that there used to be Blackboard and it, it might be a different system at your school, uh, but, but the interaction with professors and with class and with the way we turn in papers or take tests has completely changed for, for me here in my situation. Uh, my players have academic stress really all the time and it's in no small part because that simple interaction of going to class and turning something in or taking a test at a certain time has changed. I'm seeing a large, large increase in the number of instances where my players are taking online tests, uh, take-home tests, group tests, or, or papers or, or projects or assignments, and they're due at weird times. Um, so I might have a player on a game day we're playing at seven o'clock at night and he's got something due that he's going to submit online at midnight that night. Um, and I'll, I'll get to this in a little bit. Now we'll, we'll talk about time management and, and what we can do in order to make sure that he's not in that situation and, and take care of it beforehand. Um, but it's just an example of, of what I'm seeing uh, where, you know, when I talk to my players, the the stress isn't as simple as paper is due at x time test is is going to be taken at y time there's a lot more nuance uh, in terms of the way it's getting submitted the times that they're getting submitted um, the duration that it'll take for for the athletes to to do what they need to do um, and so my my point in in all of this is as i looked at my wellness questionnaire that i was giving my athletes and um, I know everybody does this a little bit differently, and I'm, I'm certainly evolving the way I do it, especially as a result of this. You know, I was giving a weekly wellness questionnaire, and we had a one to five rating. Um, I'm sure very similar to what a, a lot of you do. And, you, you know, at the end of the day, when we get those numbers from our athletes um, for whatever it might be, academics or sleep or overall stress or fatigue or whatever it is, um, what we're trying to do is open up lines of communication with our athlete. And I think every every well-versed and experienced coach has has already acknowledged that the the number one thing you can do with your athletes is have a strong relationship and be able to to look at them see what they look like and then talk to them uh, and be able to respond to what they're saying in terms of their fatigue level how they're feeling mentally emotionally and physically um, every day that they walk in the weight room or, or onto the the practice court or field or whatever it is um, but my point in all this is i i was looking at our, our wellness questionnaires and seeing that more often than not, the number served no purpose for me in terms of an academic stress value. Um, the answer was so much more nuanced from each player than anything I could get from them, even if I had a one to a hundred scale or even if I tested them every day. And the reason is this, it, it took me a while to kind of put this together. Um, 
But the older model where we would go to class, take a test, and then show up to practice, that seems like a very compartmentalized way of doing things where an athlete understands what's happening with their day and their, their stress levels um, can kind of move accordingly. Um, however, it's, it's a little bit counterintuitive, but my athletes are so, so highly compartmentalized now that their answers are, are sort of feast or famine because when I talk to them about what's going on academically, they might say, oh, well, I'm fine right now, but later tonight I got to turn this thing at midnight, or I'm really stressed right now because I got to turn this thing, but I'll be fine later. And we know that's not true. But the bottom line is that in their minds, while they might be compartmentalizing that stress, we know that that's not how the body works. We know that that allostatic load um, is going to be, be chronically high, um, depending on what they're doing at, at certain times. So, uh, so, you know, what I ended up doing was I stopped asking for a number. Um, and I did the, I probably stopped asking about two months ago. So we were mid season. I stopped asking for a number. Um, and in terms of solutions for, for what I needed to do, um, I started talking a lot more to their coaches to find out ahead of time what their academic schedules looked like so that, you know, they're, they're 18, 19 years old. They're still learning time management from us. They're still learning how to manage, um, the, what goes into being a student athlete. So I took it a Upon myself to do you know at least a little bit better a job of understanding what each of them have coming so that I know from a stress perspective an academic stress perspective what they're what they're heading into and then instead of getting a number from them I just had to spend a lot more time with them talking about exactly what's going on um, so you know I had a, a guy last week we're on the road we're playing a game at 7 o'clock that night and he's redoing a paper um, that he didn't get a bad grade on, but he had an opportunity to get an even better grade on. So he was working on it on game day. Um, and so while that might not seem very stressful, that's still something that he's doing on game day instead of taking a nap uh, or, you know, or eating or hydrating or whatever we need to do. And so that leads me into kind of the, the main point of, of what I'm doing is, is trying to see if I can get them to understand uh, almost from an assumption that our academic stress is going to be really high almost all the time here, unless school is out, which is a great time of year. Um, but the rest of the time for my players here, uh, we're going to be highly, highly stressed. And while they might feel like they're compartmentalizing it in their mind uh, because they've been forced to manage their time a certain way because of the way they interact with academics now, I know that that's not, what, not what, what's happening in their body. Uh, and so trying to do everything I can for them to understand the importance of, you know, the big three that we always talk about, eating, sleeping, and hydrating, um, and being mindful of those. Okay, if you're, if you're working on something this afternoon before practice or, or before a game, uh, are you hydrating while you're doing that? Are you making sure that your nutrition's taken care of? And what, what's going on with your sleep? Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of gratifying to see as we move forward especially my, my young guys that are learning more and more about sleep, they can start to recognize the change in their sleep patterns when they're not taking care of things the right way. Some of that is just the way it goes uh, because of the academic stress. Some of it's the stress of the season. You know, it's why we take numbers on all these things. Um, but like I said, I don't, I don't have a clear answer on, on what should be happening with this. I, I think I'm going to move forward with some, sort, some type of system in the future so that I have a more consistent measure of their academic stress. But again, what we're getting there when we take that wellness questionnaire is their subjective reasoning on, on 
how they feel academically. Um, and because of the, the new way that they interact with their classes and with their professors and with their classmates, um, I think it's important that, that we remain mindful of it's, it's how they're feeling about it, but it's not necessarily how their body is processing it. And so the way things have changed, um, they're almost in, like they're definitely better at time management than I am uh, because they would have to do this uh, a certain way. So if you'd have told me that I had something due at midnight uh, on a Saturday and I play a game on seven, at 7 p.m. on Saturday, I wish I'd have had the maturity to take care of it beforehand when I was their age, but I didn't. And so, uh, you know, for some of my athletes, that's some of my athletes. That's true. Um, I've got some really good ones that are able to take care of that, and that's great. Um, but the important thing is that that as we move forward, um, the the wellness questionnaire and, and subjective reasoning behind what they're feeling and what they're stressing. That the bottom line is that I think, in, especially for academics. The answer is far too nuanced um, to boil it down to a simple number that you can maybe look at and say, okay, this is how they're feeling when we know, especially when you take it in conjunction with, with the rest of the metrics that you may take, um, we know that their body's not registering that stress the, the, the way that they're feeling necessarily. Um, and so again, that's where coaches far more experienced than myself um, have been on the ball, I think, with making sure that you know your athletes well enough to be able to look at them and read them, and also that you have a relationship where you can you can talk with them every day and figure out exactly what's going on. And sometimes it's our job. Maybe maybe they haven't spoken with their academic coach the way they need to, or with one of your sport coaches that's responsible for monitoring their academics. Maybe you learned something um, that nobody else knew about regarding academics. And part of our job is to be able to say to them, okay, here's what we got to do because, you know, if there's, if there's a red flag that we're seeing, there's definitely no point in me bringing them in and trying to hit a heavy squat, um, you know, a max day or anything like that. We know that. Um, but in terms of a, how it fits into the larger scale of things, um, part of our job is to be able to communicate that back to the staff, work with the player on, on their time management skills. Um, and so I think you know, it's like I said, it's something that I'm still working on. It's still it's still formulating in my brain. It's just something that I've noticed where the numbers fell far, far short uh, in terms of what I needed to measure or what I needed to get out of an academic stress uh, snapshot. So uh, happy to hear a lot of people's thoughts on that. Hopefully we get a good conversation going about it. And I'm sure people have good solutions that I haven't thought of. So uh, appreciate it and uh, look forward to it. Thanks, everybody. Bye.